This is a HeadGum Original. That's not my intro music, but I just felt like, like you know, the like circus theme. That's how I feel right now. Very clownish. Um, hi guys, happy, 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 oh happy day. Uh, this is Hobby Hunter. Didn't know if you know, but now you know. Hobby Hunter with Sydney Washington. Hello, I'm here. You're there. We're 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 here now. Uh, it's been it's been a day. It's been a day for me. You know, I record this at all hours of the day. And it was very, very chaotic for me. I got up at 7 a.m. to clean my apartment. Not I. I. Not I, said the cat. I cannot clean my house. I needed somebody to come here and help me uh, and organize some things. I am, I'm a mess. I am a hoarder. I'm all of the above. And I needed some help. So that happened. Um, I think, I think cleaning can be a hobby if you love doing it. Some people can make money from it, but it, it, it truly is a science to be able to get in between the crevices and the corners that it just, it really, really takes a certain hand and, a, and an eye. You have to have a good eye to get all of the dirt. I mean, this man cleaned my window seal and I cried. Tears came down my freaking eyes. I said, whoa, I, it was so much dirt. I was like, I was like, is he judging me? But he did not. All he did was he kept his head down and he kept cleaning. And then he looked at me and he winked and girl, oh, I died. I died right there. But so that, that's, that's been my day. I don't know if that resonates with anybody listening, but yeah, my hobby is watching other people clean my home. And some people's hobby is cleaning homes and we come together and we love that. All right. Let's get right into it. Today, we have a wonderful, wonderful guest. I mean, truly amazing, iconic. He is a stand-up comedian. You've seen him on Netflix, the comedy lineup, uh, HBO Crashing. He is not only a good friend of mine, but he would be my, my husband if we weren't both gay. Give it up for the lovely... My good good friend Matteo Lane. Hi. <laughs> Is that were you it? Describing, I, were you I, describing I give you, Barbara Streisand? No, no. I give you the intro of a lifetime, and you're like, "Hey." I didn't know hey. what to say. I mean, <laughs> I, I, hello. I'm. I've arrived. It is I, the Queen. <laughs> I never know how to respond. One time, you know, when you do shows, usually you just want the person bringing you on the host to say, "Yay, you've seen him on this. Welcome, Matteo Lane." Well, one mm-hmm. time I was doing a, some show in the Lower East Side. It was a fucking nightmare. The booker was a nightmare. She's obviously never run a show before. She emailed us every day for three months. I was about to lose my mind. <laughs> and the show, of course, had like 20 people in it. So, but she brought me up. Instead of like saying that, she went to my website and read my credits off my website. So she kept going on like these like 20 minutes. And I was like, it's enough. People don't want it. Like, get off. What are you doing? It was wow. so embarrassing. Was this the moth? I feel like something that's like a storytelling <laughs> show would do that. 
No, it was a show. It was like a one-off show that was a pride show that was in the Lower East Side. It was run by some girl. Never, I don't remember, but she was host. She was hosting with Nico Tortorelli. I hope she hears this so she knows how insufferable <laughs> she was because she made my life a living hell and then had the audacity to just sort of care when she was there. I, it was just, a, it was a nightmare. Okay, well, luckily this podcast isn't about the worst intros ever. It's about hobbies. <laughs> so it please, is. so please pitch me. Pitch me what, what your hobby is, hun. Um, uh, drawing. I mean, huh? that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> I was going to say something about dick. I was going to say something about the gym. I was going to say, you know, stand up, sure, hobby. Fortnite, hobby. Um. But we are we are here oggi di parlare di illustrazioni, so of my drawings. <laughs> okay, so not only can you do it all, but you also can do it in another language. Thank you, Matteo. Stunt on us. Prego, non ti preoccupare. Sempre sono pronto. Okay, so what kind of drawings are we doing? Because what are you, Picasso? Are you uh, Northwest? Like, what, what drawings are we doing? Northwest. Here? I am, well, I mean, I was, uh, how do I even answer that? Because I do oil painting, studied in Alla Prima Method, studied in Italy, figure work, uh, some landscape. But, but then I'm also, a, I was a storyboard artist for TV commercials and fashion illustrations. That was my job for almost eight, seven years um, after I graduated school, college. Um I have just, it's like, drawing was my first identity, I'll say. That was my very first identity, was illustrating, drawing, and I've always been very good at it, and uh, super neurotic and passionate about it, and... <laughs> I can um, hear it, I can hear that. <laughs> I know, it's it's one of these things that's like a Pandora's box, like, the more you talk about it, the more layered it becomes, and how, how, it, how it evolved... Mm-hmm. illustration and it's so funny because it's inevitably been the foundation of everything in my life so the fact that I sing or do stand-up like even my stand-up career has been was fueled by my career as an illustrator because I was an illustrator that brought me to New York I was drawing full-time and that supported me to be able to pay my bills and then I could just do stand-up at night so it was it's always sort of been there to help me in a way Okay, so this, why isn't this a movie? This this feels like a rom-com. You being the love interest of illustrations. Like, illustration being the hunk and you being the the, the girl that falls in front of a, a, a trash can. Like, made in Manhattan, right? Like, Jennifer Lopez when she... Made it, in Manhattan. No, it of wasn't course. made... No, 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 wait, no, no. It wasn't made in Manhattan. What was it? What was it? What was it? Wedding planner. Wedding planner. Remember? Oh, where she pretended to be Italian, but she was still so not Italian. And then she had her like Italian lover, but he wasn't like her lover. And he was like, I make macaroni and cheesy. It is for you. I'm like, every time they try and like, like I I watched Eat, Pray, Love against my um, better judgment the other day. And um, by the way, you know, she was a lesbian. She spent all that money and went and traveled the world just to figure out that she was a lesbian, which is a very lesbian thing to do. Hold on. Wait, what? How? How did that happen? Because she got divorced, and then she dated this other guy, James Franco, and then that didn't work out. And so she spent all her money, um, talked to Viola Davis for about three and a half minutes at her work, which was enough 
for her to just move to another country. And then she went to Italy, I think India, maybe, or Thailand. I don't remember. I always turn it off after Italy. But um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, and it turns out like she was trying to find herself yoga. No, she's a lesbian. Okay. Um, All right. Well, you guys heard it here first. If I don't know if you've watched the same Eat, Pray, Love, but she's gay. Okay. She's gay. It should have called, it should be Eat, Pray, dot, dot, dot. Oh, wait, I'm a homosexual. Yes. But, um, no, but but every time they show Italian people, like in that movie, they always they always make us out to be like Italians, like just after World War II. Like the country's <laughs> fallen apart, people are dead. You know what I mean? Like she goes into this Italian apartment and there's like birds inside and there's like no real lighting. And the lady there's like, You to take a bath, you take a hot water and bring into the tub. I'm like they have showers. I don't know if you know this, but ancient Rome Mateo, had plumbing. Matteo, Matteo, not not only are you amazing at storytelling, it's clear that you're a certified comedian. You're funny. That is it? Oh, you're, thanks. I, it's a, <laughs> this was a one one man show. Matteo Lane, hobby hunter. Okay. Now let's get back on track. With I'm, the sorry, drawing. Sid. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, I don't know if you guys know, but me and Mateo talk every single day. We, we FaceTime. Mm-hmm. We don't even ask, like, oh, what's going on? Because we already know nothing. But, like, you, you're on today, honey. You are. I said, I said, are we, are we paying him? To, is he getting a check from Hobby Hunter? I got Botox earlier, so I feel like ah. it's giving me a lift. <laughs> <laughs> it's really giving me the boost of energy I needed. So, <laughs> okay. So, Mateo, you've been drawing literally all your life. It's the reason why yes. you're here. Yes. Um, now, why would you even consider it a hobby? Because I, I would say that it's like also your career. No. Well, it started out as a hobby. My mother, I think it must be genetic. It really has to be because my mother is a brilliant illustrator. But you know, she's. A, a, a woman of a certain era, Italian Mexican, very like okay, I'm gonna get married, have kids, not very career mm-hmm. um, focused, I would say in that sense. And I mean, she was she's a great mother, but I think that she, me, my brother, my sister all inherited her artistic abilities, and um, I was always drawing as a kid, and it was a hobby as a kid but but I do mean that in the sense that it really was an identity for so long I was just always really good at drawing but I was not good at school and I was made fun of a lot and this and that so it was one of these things that I had that kind of you know I mean it sounds very cliche but like it's like the thing that I had that kept me happy or it was something that it was in my control it was like there was a it was it was it allowed me to elevate my experience of life because I wasn't happy with the one that I was necessarily living and it wasn't until I went to art school that it it was almost like an explosion like I felt like I just had never loved school I'd never loved people that much I came out like it was it was an explosion and it was a time that I just tried to push my talent to its absolute limit see what mm-hmm. I can do how far can I go I became obsessed with you know, painting classes. It was seven hour long painting classes. Then I would stay and I would paint till 2 a.m., go to sleep, wake up, get back on the bus, go to school. I mean, I just was like, I was like possessed by drawing for so long. 
And then I got a job and was passionate about that. But then once you start getting paid for it, it's different than comedy. You start to not... It took me a while to come back to it, if that makes any sense. You know, Mateo, I'm going to be honest. No, but I, <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not. I can't lie to you, friend. I can't I lie. Think, I, I went drawing. You know, I was working this job where you storyboard and you illustrate. Right. So you're just right. being told what to draw. And I became like a machine. OK, you're- there it is there. It, I was I was like, give me give me the answer, baby. The ba- yeah. the thing is, is that when you first started, somebody was giving you what you needed to draw. And now you do what you want. Right. Which is why I post my Instagram, like all these drawings of like Storm or Disney characters, because it's just sort of things that I liked when I was a kid. So I mm-hmm. I enjoy drawing it. I'm not like having an art director for DSW telling me. Uh, you know, we need you to make this. Okay, uh, the colors for this have to be very Paris. That's what someone said once. I was like, Paris is a city. That's not even a color. That's a city. What does it mean, Paris? His name was Sky. I'm sure that wasn't his birth name. <laughs> okay, so you now you draw whatever you want. Um, do you make any money from it? Um, how do I answer that question? Don't, don't, don't be humble. I need you to flex, flex, flex on this podcast. You're, you're basically my husband. Let's go. I'm going to, I'm going to answer that. Well, there's something in the works. That's why I, let's just say unrelated wink, Bob, the drag queen and I have Mm -hmm. a comic book together called kick-ass drag queen. It's on Instagram. If you want to check it out. Okay. And, um, you know. Kick, what it is w- it? A kick-ass what? A, kick-ass a, drag queen. Kick-ass drag queen. Every y'all, all, y'all, all y'all right now, go to the Instagrams and, and follow. Follow it. We're going to check it out. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe sometime in the future you would see that brought to life in an animated show. Who knows how that would go about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... um. Mateo really didn't answer our question. We're like, how much money are you making from drawing right now? He will not say. Well, right now I'm making none. I mean, you know, in that sense. But I mean, that's what I am. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like secretive and subtle about something in the works that I'm not really supposed to talk about. Um, (laughs) Okay. But when I was working as a storyboard artist, I made a lot of money. Okay. How much, how much money were you making? Well, let's see. Uh, for a certain, like, if I did like, uh, a, I was, I did a lot of Seven Up commercials, mm-hmm. and uh, if they, so black and white and color frames are different, right? So black and white uses a hundred per frame. Color is about two to two fifty per frame. So sometimes they'll want thirty five frames, right? So thirty five different drawings, and if it's full color, you do get a pretty good paycheck because the turnaround has to be quick. They need that like two days later, like mm-hmm. they want it yesterday, and that's. It's a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of not sleeping. You're up all night. It's exhausting. And um, so, but the problem is, you let's say you make that. So I don't know who's good at math. Let me see here. Um, <laughs> it's 8,750. Okay, there you go. Thank, so let's say 8,000 bucks. Thank you, producer Julia. Mathematician she was on it. Julia. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you got to take out 35%. That's for taxes. 10% goes to your agent. And then you get paid 60 days after the 
the job. <laughs> so you have to save. So I was living in Chicago when I first started storyboarding, but I was storyboarding via New York. You can storyboard wherever. They don't have these like old storyboarding houses anymore. Right. And um, so I would, and in Chicago, that's like insane money. I mean, I was paying nothing in Chicago, but you do have to save. I mean, you, you and now I'm a saver. Because I just was, I never know when the money was going to come in, when it wasn't going to come in. I have to put so much aside. So I'm like very always waiting for a rainy day. (laughs) That's, I'm like a a person from the Dust Bowl era. Mateo, you're going to be my favorite aunt. I just, it's like, you tell me so much information and I know the answer is in it. But I'm just like, no, keep going. I, I don't know where we are right now, but... Should I, but it, should I, I not answer? Should I just be more direct no, with my answers? No, are they bad? Keep, no, I'm just being a silly host, <laughs> Mateo. You know I'm silly. Come on, baby. If I was my Aunt Lisa, my nails would be out to here. My hair would be out to here. <laughs> I'd be very, very tan, smoking a cigarette, drinking my eighth coffee of the day, and ready to talk shit. <laughs> now, Mateo, like... Do you draw every day, especially since the pandemic? How has like your schedule with um, drawing? How's it going? Um, I usually I was drawing more when the pandemic was not here. I thought that I would be oh. drawing a lot, but I think that I'm. You have to be artist. Me, I don't know about people, other artists. Maybe they function differently, but I don't work well in solitude. I need to live, and then the drawing is the sort of like catharsis. For the living. It's the expression of my day. Like, oh, I went through this today and let me draw this to like express myself. Similar to stand-up. Yeah. But when you're just at home all day by yourself and making pasta and listening to Aretha Franklin, you don't really feel like drawing because you're doing the same thing every day. Not so one I bit. didn't draw for a huge part of the pandemic. I just didn't draw anything. I mean, you would think that. I would have had everything. I would have gotten a, a whole year has gone by, my friend. And I just I'm trying to figure out what exactly did I fucking accomplish? I don't know. I have no idea. You did. You know what? You did make me a a drawing for my birthday. And it was of me and Jam. And I cried. I cried. <laughs> I, I legit. The tears were coming down, 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 down my face. And it was one of the most special gifts I have ever gotten from Aww. a friend. I'm glad you liked it. I kept sending them to Marie, like every evolution of the drawing. Like, do you think she'll like this? Does this look like mm-hmm. Sid? Do you think she's going to like this? I, I, ha- I, I flew for the first time the other day. Mm-hmm. And when I was in the, I was sitting next to the flight attendant uh, across the aisle or whatever. And she was just chit chatting. And I said, oh, like, this is the first time I've flown or whatever in a year. And she said, what do you do for a living? And I, I normally lie and say accountant, so they just leave me alone. But I thought, well, she's nice. I'll answer. So I said, I'm a comedian. And she said, oh, what have you done then for the past year? I, <laughs> I didn't know how to answer her. I was like, this was such a deep question. Like, um, Fortnite? <laughs> like, I don't know what. I don't know what I did for the. I don't know either. I don't know what I did last year. It legit, it, that hurt. Yeah, they, oof. That just, like, that hurt me to hear her, like, ask that question. Because it, it, I mean, we were so used to doing stand-up every single night. Like, sometimes three times a night. And then we, if we're not running around 
to uh, different shows, we're running away from our problems. So it's just like, I'm really trying to figure out, again, what do we do for the last year? (laughs) I don't know. Like, I feel like just yesterday I was watching the Biden-Trump debates. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like that was yesterday. Mateo does so many Liza Manella. Is it Manella? Manella. It's, it's Liza Manella. <laughs> yeah. It's Liza with Liza a Z, Man- not yes. Lisa with an S. <laughs> yeah. Now you do that. That's also a hobby. Yeah. I haven't seen you do that at all during quarantine. I did a little bit. Um, I did this TBS show where it was like a competition show where comics in quarantine were doing like acts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I went to Bob's house and Bob just filmed me do everything and his boyfriend Jacob, or as Jacob calls him, his gay sex puppet. And um, yeah, they just filmed me as Liza. They had like had Liza, you know, Bob's drag queen. He had Liza everything. So we got the wig, the this and that. And I just talked about Liza in quarantine and how fun it was. Well, <laughs> It was, I went to Sardi's. I mean, I just made her like stroke seven. She's been out of it. She's, I love Liza. And I look like Liza. A little, a little. If she cut her hair like even shorter and like wore white tee and worked out every day. And had the, she already has the mustache. Stash. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, no, no, no. The the mustache is exactly Liza. Yes. well, you know, we got to take a little itty bitty break. Is there any way that Liza can, you know, tell us that we need to take a break? I just want to say, we're going to go on a break. Okay, we're back with not only just drawing, but Liza Minnelli is here. Yeah, listen, she's here. Listen, <laughs> Mateo, for me, right, like, I think a hobby, you could do it whenever. It, you don't have to do it every single day. You could do it whenever you have time, or you, you can make money from it, or you can just be passionate about it enough to do it because you love doing it. So, like, when you were talking about illustration in the beginning, I was like, Oh yeah, this is this is Mateo's bread and butter. This is his heart and soul. I, I I just I don't feel comfortable just calling it a hobby. You know what I mean? It feels like a throwaway. It, it, what it feels like to me. Um, it's it's it's. I actually don't even know. It started out as like a hobby, mm-hmm. you know, and then became very serious, and now it's back to a hobby. <laughs> I I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. even know what happened. I feel like a football player who, like, was good and then in college was, like, became, like, this, you know, was pushed by his father, like, you better be better. And then he makes in the NFL and he's great, won all these championships, and now it's years later and on Easter he'll, like, throw a football around with his kids and kind of feel like, oh, I still got it. Like, that's kind of how I feel with drawing. Well, you you definitely still have it, and <laughs> um, I I don't know if you needed to hear from me, but I just wanted yeah. to let you know that you you still got it, and I still. Whenever I look at your page, and there's a picture of your beautiful sculpted body, I mean, sometimes sometimes your ass 
your like the the top of your ass is posted, and then you have oh look at that. There's a um there's a picture of what's the what's the woman from Little Mermaid? Ursula. Ursula. Then there'll be like this extravagant extravagant Ursula photo. I mean the range, the range, <laughs> baby. <laughs> You give us everything that we want and more. If you guys are not following Mateo on Instagram, do you even have Instagram? Do you it's have a, it? It's a pretty intense Instagram page. It's like Disney villains in my ass. Yeah. I I mean, that's what Instagram should be. I shouldn't see people <laughs> working out on there. I should see ass and 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 scar. That's what I should see. Why why am I seeing all these motivational quotes? Get out the get There's out a, all the way. There get are a the lot way. of motivational quotes on Instagram. What is going on? Like, what are we doing posting motivational quotes? Well, we're we're losing it, friend. We're real if like oh. if you didn't think we were losing it, we we're lost. It's gone. You so ever we look need at to, someone's Instagram and you're like, they've lost they're 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 gone. Oh, baby, when people think that I am like nosy. Because I call a lot of friends. I am, but I'm also doing a wellness check. I'm like, hey, <laughs> saw you saw you post a, a quote that was also a poem that also told you to work out all in one thing. And I'm just, I want to make sure you're, you're all right, you know? You, you posted a Maya Angelou quote and then seconds later posted your jazzercise. Um, everything okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Um, so, wait, can you tell me the worst time in, like, drawing history that you have? Your worst and your best. Worst. Probably. Can it be both? Hell yeah. It's a two-in-one. Let's go. So, this, okay, so when I was studying in Italy, my teacher's name was Dan Gustin. And he was very tough on the students. And I loved it because, for example, he would see we had seven hour classes, right? And you'd have like mm-hmm. a naked person sitting there and everyone's painting her. And you'd get these kids who were like super like into the detail that he'd walk up, take a uh, brush with brown paint and smear it over their canvas and say, now start over. And they based off the reaction, he would then, uh, you know, talk to them about their paintings. Right. So if they scream and cry mm-hmm. and this and that, he always had to remind them you know, you're working towards the masterpiece, not creating it right now. So mm-hmm. you need to really pull back and work slowly and realize that not everything you do is supposed is meant to be perfect. You're building up what you need to get towards that masterpiece. And so when I was in Italy, I was just painting like a, I think it was a tree or something. I don't know. And he walked up and he looked at me and he, he and it's all psychological. Painting is really all psychological. And he was like, why are you painting this tree? And then I'm like, well, I, cause I don't know. I thought I want to be like, you know how to paint a tree. You know how to fucking paint a tree. What are you doing? He's like, you, you don't and like just got into this existential conversation about painting a tree, but it was mm-hmm. really just about me not stepping out of my comfort zone. And so he dragged me to like the dirtiest, ugliest corner in town that had like a brick wall and a car and just no beauty, no lighting, not what you think of in Italy. And he says, now paint this. And I painted that and it was a breakthrough because I stopped looking at it as what I think it's supposed to be in my head, this beautiful painting in my head, right? I just looked Mm -hmm. at it for what it was and that guided my painting. And it was very eye-opening. 
where I was like, oh yeah, like most of the things that I'm painting and drawing, I have an image in my head of what that's supposed to look like. And I'm being guided by that as opposed to what's actually in front of me. And it was a huge breakthrough for me in painting and drawing. So it was both the worst and the best because he like whittled me to the nubbins and I was like crying and we were fighting. And then I created like a piece that I was like, oh wow, you just like changed me. I was like a butterfly. <laughs> By the way, can you tell I'm Italian? I'm drinking out of an old yogurt cup. <laughs> Mateo, you have to write a book. It's just, it's like, I don't know how else. I mean, it's just so layered. You have so much to give. Ugh, I feel like Fran Lebowitz would hate me because she doesn't think that people should be writing books that don't write. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that I would be, I just texted my agent today. I was like, cause she was like, if you ever an idea for a book, let us know. And which is so ridiculous to say, but I was like, oh wait, I could do a cooking book. I could do like a cooking. I know how to cook very well. I know how to cook Italian food very well. So I mm-hmm. should do like a, a fun cooking. I should do a book called your pasta sucks and then teach them how to actually make pasta. I think that is, that's the gym. That's the money right there. I, I would love to see that book. And you know, I, I rarely read, so this is this is this is what I want. This is what I want and what I need. Mateo, we got we have a little we got a little segment here. You okay. ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, this segment is called My Sunday versus Your Sunday. Got it. Yeah. So basically you tell me what you did and I tell you what I did. And Julia is going to rate or pick who had the best Sunday. Last Sunday what I did? Yeah. Okay, I, okay. Okay, let's go. Do I go first? Yeah, baby, let's go. Last Sunday, I went to my cousin's house in Jersey. They're family Mm -hmm. friends, but we call each other cousins. We've known each other our whole lives. And they're from Sicily. And it was their daughter Martina's Second birthday. So we celebrated. I found tortellini here, brought it there. We cooked the tortellini with like a cream sauce, hung out. I got to read Lady and the Tramp in Italian to her. Um, We went to like a trampoline thing, which was weird. And uh, yeah, I fell asleep. And that was my Sunday. Spoke to my girlfriend, had phone sex. Did Two nothing very day. different Sundays. Had did absolutely nothing. Then late night had phone sex. Very very quick phone sex. Because how I was, was the tired. sex? Was it good? Phone sex? Yeah. Why I why didn't shove the whole phone up inside me? So I mean, I guess maybe it was maybe some people practical. are into that. <laughs> <laughs> you could just get an, an old Nokia phone and use that. God. Okay. All right. Before okay. we before well, we well, Sydney, you you got to find out who won that one because it's was, phone sex versus um, adorable Italian Sunday with the fam. Um, 
I think wow. the torta, I think the fresh tortellini takes the cake on this one. I was that's why I was going to keep it moving because I said, well, why do we even need you involved? <laughs> like, mine's is embarrassing. Mine's no, is, uh, it's something. It's something. No, just, I Mateo sh- had a strong one, so we needed to really let him know right. that it wasn't a just win by default. It was a good Sunday. I mean, if it was my Saturday, I was home, I ate yogurt, I watched WandaVision Secrets on YouTube, and then I played Fortnite. So you would have won. I should have just shoved the whole phone up inside me. Maybe I would (laughs) have I think I might do the same thing tonight. (laughs) Uh, Mateo, (laughs) you you know me as a friend, you know me as uh, as an artist, you know me as a comedian. Do, Do you think drawing is something I can 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 get into like right now in while the pan the pepperoni pizza is still going on um do you think i can i could try it out as a hobby look be honest now be honest um i'm just gonna say it's a it i'm gonna say no I love your honesty. Now, why? Yeah. Well, um, I've known you now for almost nine years, I think. Maybe eight. No, I, bitch. I'm, you're, uh, why you, wow, I haven't even been doing comedy for nine years. I why met you, you my first two it? years of, I met you my first two years of doing stand-up at the Creek. I don't remember that. I do. You were wearing a white shirt. That's a lie. I would never wear a white shirt. You were in white. I would, you're wearing a white shirt. I'm always in a white shirt. Let's be honest. You're always in a white shirt. Um, okay, I, whatever. What, up, wait, up, up until this point, I, I you haven't showcased any interest in drawing. So I don't know that it's, oh. it hasn't struck me that you would want to illustrate at any time. Hold on. H- hold on, bitch. Okay, first of all, I have oil. I have um the oil crayon thingies. I got that. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. a little easel. I have that. And then the girls, the girls for my birthday, they... They let me do like watercoloring, and I actually did like a little painting of that. So I'm can gonna you, post that. Can you show us? Well, look at this. Look, that's good. I'm oh my into god, this. you're gonna you're gonna be a terrible parent. You're it's good. No, it is you good. Sound, you sound like me at the end of Sid Can Cook when I'm tasting. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> Mateo, phenomenal. I I learned so much about you that I I did not know. I truly didn't. And that's why I love Hobby Hunter because not only we dig deep, we dive into your hobby, but we also dive into your soul, baby. Dive into your soul. So can you let the people know where they can find you? Well, you can find me at Sardi's (laughs) at 7 p.m. in my booth. Um, You can find me... (laughs) On Instagram at Mateo Lane, M A T T E O L A N E. And that's, that's a, yeah. You do Fortnite. You do Fortnite oh, on if Twitch. You, if you're Don't on for- Twitch, follow me on Twitch. I stream every night. We play Fortnite and original Pokemon games. So it's Mar- Mateo Mariah is my name. One word Mateo Mariah. <laughs> I, I'm shocked I didn't bring Mariah Carey up this whole time. I- the fact that you haven't, you've changed, my friend. You have changed. I don't even know who you are anymore. Right. <laughs> okay, well, I love you so much. And again, I'm so thankful for the drawing you made for my birthday. And not only are you a fantastic artist, you're a really good friend. And oh, I, love I love you. I love you so much. I think you're such a good comedian, a friend, and everything. I truly love you. I mean it. 
Sid, is, it's, you've brought me out of the depths of hell of this quarantine, and I cannot thank you enough. You too, Mateo. I mean, we FaceTime each other, and I'm like, <laughs> puffy, puffy eyes, like crying. I'm like, I've done nothing for days. And you're like, it's okay. And I'm like, see, that's all I needed. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Well, everyone, say goodbye to Mateo Lane and not goodbye forever because you will be following him. Thank you so much, baby. I love you. Ciao, ti amo. <laughs> Okay. Oh wow, guys. I'm I'm just I'm spent. I'm spent. That just really that took my that took my heart on a journey. Um Mateo's hobby just was just so close to him that I can't even rate it. I can't rate it. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't rate it and I can't do it. I think that I can like randomly draw because I, I do have an example of that. But I bought the the oil pastels in the beginning of the quarantine and it is now a year and I have not really used that since. I and, and I've watercolored once I did that. Um so yeah. Uh, I think his hobby is incredible to him. And I think it would be wonderful for me if I actually had the will to do it. So Good for all you people out there drawing and illustrating. Good for you. I it's it's beautiful and it I show all the people your art. Keep going. Keep doing it. Um okay. What do I need you guys to do? I need you guys to write to hey at headgum.com or tweet to me, just Sid NYC, and tell me about your favorite hobbies. Come on now. Maybe we haven't, maybe we haven't reached your hobby yet. And you need to tell me about it. Would love that. Um, and if you have any thoughts on what actually is a hobby, that would be, I would love to have that discussion with y'all on here. Um, but we will be back next week. We are here every freaking week until HeadGum is like, no mas! We're done with you, Sydney. But in the meantime, happy hobby. was a HeadGum original.